Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Welcome back to Best Best Friends Podcast in the World. Uh, we are the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. The internationally acclaimed, Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys, Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hopmaster General. The Royer's Ford Rattlesnake. Play my music. Still forgot that beer. Didn't get the bush light. Didn't get it. I, I, I put up my hand every episode <laughs> just waiting for a beer to fly into it. No. Yeah. Forgot again. Surprise, everybody. Um, all right. And uh, I think you redeemed yourself <laughs> this episode. So, Dan, um, what are you thinking? Uh, you know, it's been a few weeks. We've been we've been on our quest to. Find become the, the badass intro. Yeah, we need we need to be more badass. We've been trying to. <sighs> it's tough. We we've been trying to change our brand a little bit. You know, we you know, craft beer guys get a bad rap of being kind of soft soy boys and. Uh, <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, you know, it, not really a badass crew. You know, <laughs> I like badass, how you use the word crew. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah ba- the 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 uh, the the. Craft beer drinkers are are drinking their their fru fru fruity beers with lactose and you know strawberry jam and what have you and uh, you're trying to make lactose badass again is this what no you're to, it, okay that's that's a that's a that's a tough road road to go down <laughs> another pod um, for another time <laughs> um, but you know the the badass guys are, are slamming Bud heavies and you know kicking ass and <laughs> listen to Metallica you know. As you were. They're badass. Yeah. So, you know, we, the best way I think as like an audio medium, uh, is to to have a badass intro. We have to have a badass intro. And we've been trying to find the most badass intro that we could possibly get. Um, and I mean, you've really plateaued, but I feel like you've redeemed yourself tonight. You think so? Yeah. I Uh, mean, (laughs) I give it to you. All right. Hand it off. All right. You do it. And we are the best, best friends podcast in the world. Hit the music. I mean, if if you want to think of like badass, like this had to be a song in the Fast and the Furious, right? Like the first one. It had to. It had, it had to. Have been. Had to yeah, be somewhere in. And there. that's how badass this song is. I know. I'm. It's all about family uh, and doing donuts and burnouts and and jump, click, click boom. Yeah, jumping cars over buildings and uh, monster energy drink. Yeah, I think there was. Wasn't there like a in one of them? Wasn't there like monsters coming out of the sea in Japan? Oh, uh, no. was that they, fast like and they, the, the cars all came together and formed like a giant robot, and then they fought the. 
uh, what are they? Guy juice, right? I, yeah. I feel, I feel like your brain just started melting like six <laughs> movies together. Six, six butt rock movies together. Yeah. <laughs> to form a perfect organism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the episode here. Uh, guys, remember, uh, follow rate review, um, reviews help us make the show better. Be creative, be scathing. We don't care. Um, Five star party, baby. Five star party. You know, that's what that's where the real money's at is uh, five stars. Um, and uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends about, you know, if, they, if your friends like craft beer, then they might like the podcast, too. I don't know. Screw them numbers, boys. Let's get, let's get, <laughs> let's, let's pump up those numbers. They're rookie, get, num- they're rookie numbers right now. Let's we get need Papa to pump- Tom and Daddy Dan some of that guap. We need that sweet, sweet cashew. Let's get a Manscaped commercial on this. Come I know, on. right? We had the uh, we had another one, some other ball trimmer reach out to us, and they're <laughs> like, "Hey, the, buy our product and then the, talk about it." That's the like, new spam on Instagram. It was like, "Hey, would you like to have a ball trimmer sponsor?" Dude, yeah, but it was also was like, "Buy the product yeah, and no, then talk no. about it." And I was like, "I don't think you know how ads work." <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Uh, I buy a lot of things and I don't talk about them on the podcast. It, you know, sure. Send me something free. I want that free stuff. <laughs> all right. And so I'm we, still trying to get that Casper mattress sent to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I just, that's all I want. <laughs> and uh, we can't start our episodes without talking about our corporate overlords. Yes. Breweries in PA is the leading resource for all things Pennsylvania craft beer, connecting beer drinkers to the PA breweries they love. Go to breweriesinpa.com and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at breweriesinpa. That's it. That's it. All right. That's and, it. uh, you know, we have to, we have to get that in because, yeah. Uh, Cause if we don't get it in, um, that hologram Chad has that like Sauron's eye on us. Yeah. We're, we're pretty convinced. And because you haven't seen any of the shows here, we're just gonna, if you, if this is your first stream, we don't think Chad's a real person. No, he's a, he's a we've never met him. We've only met Matt. So Chad, till we meet you, you're strictly a Zordon from the power Rangers to us. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. He's, he's on that like level of like that, that Tupac hologram. He's going to come up and be like, galaxy hops. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's what I got. All right. And we are also a part of the hopped up network. Hop up network is an ever growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts at the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. All right, everybody. Let's uh let's introduce our guest. He's been patiently waiting. I know you forgot to black out the the, uh, the screen. <laughs> it happens. I was like, he's just been sitting here as we just like we'll, riff on. We'll be better at some. As point. we riff on Pacific Rim, he just had to sit here and listen to us without. Saying <laughs> <laughs> it was Fast and the Furious, Dan. Um. Oh, okay. All right. So our uh, guest tonight is uh, from Four Fingers Brewing. He is the official so- social media manager and taste tester over there head of r&d yeah head of r&d yeah. there you go and he, mm-hmm. he's also a producer at wip for the marks and reese show oh what's that three to what, what i don't even know what's the the time it's on, it's on my drive home i know that two to six two to Monday six there we go friday except on, when the phillies here. are playing <laughs> right yeah, except when the, oh, i'm producing the games during when the phillies are playing so i'm still there but they are not wait are you working right now no, I'm talking to you. Well, I'm working because I'm watching the Phillies. Which oh. is the <laughs> I wish um, I, I just wish I, that was where I am. Just I'm here to talk to you, too. Anyway, so. we're talking to Jack Fritz tonight. Jack, thank yeah. you for coming on with us to drink and talk about beer. Yeah, thanks a lot. This is going to be a lot of fun. Maybe some farts. I don't know. Maybe some I farts. like I like the click, click, boom intro song. I'm a big fan of like 
you know, you got to get the, that kind of rock going if you want to be in the right mindset to do a, a show or a podcast. So um, I think it's good. I think you should stick with that one. I feel like this, like the perfect, like Brad Lidge walkout music to it. Yeah. Or something. That's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's a, I, I feel yeah. like click, click, boom might be more of like a Billy Wagner type. Oh uh-huh, yeah. You know, yeah, back when he couldn't throw 100 miles an hour and got mad at Phillies fans for booing him. Yep. Sarcastically. Perfect, like, Brett Myers walk-up music. <laughs> oh, my God. That is that's the one. Essential Brett yeah, Myers, man. Brett Myers. <laughs> oh, he's a country singer now, so he probably has his own intro song. Really? Oh. That doesn't surprise oh, well, me in the we'll least. We'll have to go into that after hours. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is terrible. You won't like it at all. Oh, so. oh. bonus time. Yeah, I'll find it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to search it out. Um so I had some, oh yeah, uh, Steve, uh, Steve Matson, our buddy brought up in, in chat, uh, a song that I had been thinking of all week and completely forgot today. A uh, little monster magnet action. Oh yeah. yeah. Space Lord would have been a good, yes. uh, good one. Hey, Zeppi's in the chat. Oh, we got Zeppi in chat. Yo, Zeppi. All right. Um, let's get into this. All right. Let's do it. So let's we're going to be drinking some. Going. Surprise, surprise, we're going to drink some uh, some beer from Four Fingers Brewing uh, out of Aston, PA. Um, That's a good idea. So we're <laughs> going to be starting off here with, hey, we're going IPA, IPA all day today. That we are, that we are. All right, so um, before we start here, while Dan's getting our beers ready, uh, I'm going to talk about the awful cesspool that is untapped. Uh, Untapped is an awful place where you think you know what you're talking about beer, so they let you rate and review it, but uh, you never make coherent sense, and your <laughs> ratings are all disoriented. Um, so uh, you can check in beers and uh, and not rate them and review them. It's not a really a requirement. You don't have to rate or review beers. Um, you're actively hurting the beer community. Um, so if you want to follow us, use it as like a little black book. Exactly. Exactly. Um, if you want to follow us on Untapped and uh, and see what we're drinking tonight, what we've drank in the past, uh, how many beers are we up to, Dan? Oh, um, I got to get that uh, updated. I think we're two episodes behind updating it. Working hard, you know, drinking so, the beers. What to are get we somewhere there. somewhere in the neighborhood of buck fifty? Yeah, I think we're actually well above that. Let me really? pull it up. I'm pulling it up right now. We've yeah, we're about yeah, we're over a buck fifty now. Okay, we actually have more followers on Untapped than we have on Facebook. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. We've got, we just keep getting like, dude. I'm I'm just keep scrolling through. We're, we get so many followers, and thank you guys for uh, following us. But um, yeah, if, if you aren't following us yet, um, check us out on Untapped. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. Now, are you guys? Oh yeah. Yes, that's a POD guys, drop. Are you guys actually best best friends, or is mm-hmm. that just a bit? Like, are you guys how cl- well, close are? We? So. It gets it, it, tell it, our tale, Tom. Yeah, it gets it gets confusing. Um, you know, I we never claim to be the best best friends. Um, right. it, we're, What's your we're, biggest problem with him? Um, his height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard to get past. I agree. I'd like a friend that doesn't have to to jump to give me a high five. <laughs> God damn it. Such an I just hate that you dress like me. That's true. Yeah, we we did get that. We that that's gonna sit with me forever. That uh, what was his name? Oh, Stephen that was, Breslin. Yeah, Stephen Breslin yeah, out there from, in Bucks un- County told us that we look like a couple that starts to look like each other after a few years. Yeah, oh, that that sounds like best best friends to me. So 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 it makes sense. We don't claim to be the best best friends. The podcast okay. is 
we're we're a best friends podcast. There's lots of best friends podcasts out there, but we're, we are, the, are best. the best best friends podcast in the world. Gosh, yeah, it's a bold claim, yeah, but I stand a by. A lot it. more sense, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, we probably should have put a lot more thought into it, but um, we had no idea we we're gonna go into craft beer. Uh-uh. We started trying to be funny, and it just wasn't working out. No. We're like, yeah, we're gonna be a comedy podcast. It's gonna be a lot of fun, but we're gonna drink beer during it too. And then we had an epiphany yeah. and we were, we're not clearly not funny enough for the pot, like comedy aspect, but Hey, we can talk about beer. Yeah. And, uh, I, I completely blame, uh, I, I accredit the, uh, the amount of untapped followers to the POD drops. Yeah. The POD drops definitely add followers. As soon yeah. as we drop our handle and you get POD stuck in your head, you're going to go to untapped and you're going to give us a little follow. Yeah. All right. Let's crack these beers and get started. I think Joe. so. Yeah. Let's do uh, so we're going to do uh, high hops by Four Fingers Brewing Company. It's a bullpen session IPA. I really like that. Yeah, I, um, I love everything about yeah. the theme of this beer right now. <laughs> so it's a session IPA. Uh, it's described on untapped uh, as uh, and, uh, <laughs> described on untapped <laughs> as a crushable yet aggressively hopped session that is perfect to enjoy on a warm summer day. You know, what else do you need? Uh, uh, 5.2% okay. ABV. Let's get a crack going. Let's go. Here. All right. One, two, three. All right. All right. Let's get these poured out and let's talk about it. Oh. Yeah, the can art is great. Yeah, the whole theme of this beer, and I've been waiting for us to do Four Fingers so I can get this beer. I mean, yeah. the, the, for, let's start off with the name, High Hops. Come on. Any any ode to Harry Callis, I'm I'm in on. Exactly right. That was the whole point of it. Uh, Paul Carpenter did the art. Uh, Paul Carpenter is a uh, local Philly-based artist who uh, I figured out love the Phillies as well. So I reached out to him, and uh, he was like all in, all in to do it. So there's so um, much going yeah. on in there. Like you got everything. There is a lot. Everything is packed in there. Um, so you got a. Uh, oh yeah, put that yeah for all the. Uh, audio listeners you're not gonna no i'll try and describe it for you with my sultry voice you've got uh, some nice exactly. red pinstripes here you got the green here uh, i like the uh i like the board on the back for the uh ounces abv and ibu right there little scoreboard action that is sick you got high hops in the uh in the phillies font phillies red pinstripes and and all the harry callis quotes on the yeah. Yeah, this is this is a great um, design. Actually, probably it's, I was hard label shopping on this one. Yeah, it's going on. It's going on the label board. All right, you ready to cheers, guys? Yes, sir. Boys, Slancha. Oh, this is good. I'm curious as to what this one gets on Untapped because it doesn't look like orange juice. I know you can. That's see. like that's usually like what defines if you're going to get anything over a four is if your beer looks like orange juice. But exactly. We'll, we'll check. So, um, we usually do the BJ, BJCP style guidelines um, for um, for each beer and kind of break down what it is. Uh, BJC BJCP doesn't really have a, uh, uh, a session IPA style breakdown. Um, they haven't what, been updated since like 2016. 2015. 2015. Oh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, basically what uh, a session IPA breaks down to is it's a um, it's really it can be any style of IPA. Um, a session. You can really have a session of any beer, really. Uh, session is typically five percent and under. 
Um, right. So it's, you know, it's supposed to be sessionable. You know, you're supposed to be able to throw back a couple of them. Um, and what I read, it was for uh, workers in England uh, to be able to session beers and oh. go back to work and not be completely shit-faced. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they were all ales because you can make those faster, get them out to the population, get mm-hmm. them drinking, and get them out of the back to work. It's a lunch, it's a lunch beer. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It's, it's, uh, the idea was to make a beer that had hop flavor to it. Because I feel like my problem with most sessions is that, like, they take away a lot of the flavor to keep the ABV down. Um, and I felt like with this, it does a pretty good job of having the hot flavor to it, but also, you know, having flavor in a sense. So this is uh, an aggressively hopped session style IPA that is perfect for the hot summer days. The combination of mosaic centennial and Amarillo hops creates a hop filled experience that makes it the best beer to enjoy during a ball game period. Uh, period. That's a great hop combination. It's one that we, I don't know if we really had many with that hop combo. Um, Centennial. Yeah, bringing it back the old school. Yeah, it's got West Coast vibes to it. Yeah, bringing that Northwest hops, like Mm -hmm. the big C's out there and everything. And, you know, giving a nice, like, piney resinous to, like, the sessionability of this. Yeah, I mean, I think the period at the end really stated how, you know, serious we are about this being a great (laughs) baseball beer. Uh, I don't know if the whole other sentences would have uh, would have uh, brought it home without the period at the end. So <laughs> I feel like you were just writing this with voice text and you were just like, period. God damn it. All right. Keeping it. <laughs> no, if I had to be completely honest, I've like just seen people talk about aggressively hopped. I don't know what it means, but I thought that sounded good. Um, <laughs> so I was like. So I was like, if we go back into our notes, I think we've got a couple beers from a couple episodes that were like aggressively hopped. Mm-hmm. I know. Add like I, know. Some- I have no idea what it means, but I think it sounds pretty good. So um, it's when you know. it's when you hop you hop your beer while you're listening to saliva. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you just get aggressively yeah. aggressive hopping. It's uh, was hop. it butt rock hopped? <laughs> um, no, I like the uh, it's it's very uh, it's very West Coasty. Um, it's got that like piney resin like you were talking about. Um, the hops aren't like super in your face, bold, bitter. Um, it's just a nice little bitterness on the tongue um, that I, it, it's perfectly acceptable to, you know, throw back in the, the hot summer sun. Yeah, I would say for like in terms of like IPAs I would bring to the beach or like you said, a ball game. Perfect example. Um, it would be this. Mm-hmm. This is something that's nice, light, sessionable. Um, but still reminds you that it's an IPA with the aggressive hops. <laughs> exactly right. And you wouldn't think that way without the the term aggressive hop in there. So I wouldn't. It was like <laughs> it was like how Monster Energy markets to their like population right there. Aggressively caffeinated. Radical. <laughs> it's different than most caffeinations. It's aggressively caffeinated. <laughs> um so um who's doing the uh, the brewing over at uh, at Four Fingers? So it's my dad. Um, so he uh, he was home. Br- so the whole backstory is is that for my whole life growing up, like he drank light beer, and like just didn't get the whole whole craft beer thing. And then uh, I went to college, and I came back, and I liked I started liking like craft beers, and I was like bring some home or whatever, and he would have them, and he'd like make fun of me for for liking craft beer or whatever. <laughs> So, um, 
I just kept bringing him home. He kept like stealing them out of the fridge. I'm pretty sure. And I think he was like lying to himself with how much he liked them. Just drinking and them quietly while the family slept. <laughs> I'm working down here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, uh, so he started liking them more and more. And then he would go out, you know, to restaurants and instead of ordering a light beer, he would start ordering craft beer and, um, started really liking the, the taste of it, you know, hard not to. Um, and then he kind of, he had a, for the longest, for like 35 years, he sold snack foods in the area. So like, uh, you know, PA, Delaware, uh, Jersey, all that stuff. And he sold that. So he had nothing else to really do in the, in the time being. So he started like home brewing and, uh, just started at home and, and started making some beer. And when I came back and graduated and had some, I was like, this is pretty good. Um, so he, you know, he started learning from there and, uh, lucky enough, we had the the space over at at Four Fingers where no one was kind of going in the in the middle. Like he owns the building, but no one was going in the middle to rent out. Um, so he's like, "Well, I've been making beer. Beers are kind of hot right now. So maybe let's open a brewery and see what we can do." So um, yeah, he makes all the beer. It's getting pretty good, and it's uh, it's an exciting time for us. I uh, I love the the vibe of the brewery. It's like uh, yeah, you texted me like when you picked up the beer, and usually like when you text me, it's like because he's having like a killer experience at the uh, brewery, <laughs> or he's just like this place rules or something. Because he just you know we do it to each other where we like one of us is clearly working and the other one's picking up the beer. So we're like, yeah, man, this place rules, man. We we gotta come out here. And he's like, yeah, I'm just over here working. It's cool. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> but uh yeah, I love the the vibes in there. It was like a a total like a like a throwback bar. Like I was saying it was like almost like a VFW type deal with like uh the wood paneling on the wall. Like I know. I got in, your dad was like, just made some fresh popcorn if you want some. I was like, Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love a brewery uh, that puts the popcorn out, man. Oh dude, he has a po- he had a popcorn maker going. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I was exactly uh you're right. Uh, and then you guys have a really nice outdoor area as well. And you guys been yes. doing, go ahead. So, uh, yeah, it's funny cause, it, uh, before we moved in there, it used to be a bar. So, I mean, it does give off the like eighties, the eighties, like <laughs> and we do play, I think a lot of eighties music. So it does kind of <laughs> fit the vibe of the place. And I'm pretty sure the cooler in the back is from the eighties. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it used to be a, uh, a bar. So that's cool. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we started doing obviously the outdoor area during the pandemic. I mean, we opened the beer, we opened the brewery right before the whole world shut down, which was great timing. And, uh, yeah, so we had the outdoor space kind of going there a little bit and, uh, you know, trying to make it nice back there. And we got enough picnic tables back there where you can come out and hang out and, and have some, have some, have some good times during the winter. Uh, well, not during the, I would say like during the fall slash winter or when it gets a little bit colder, we do have fire pits back there. So we have some fires going and, um, like people will just stay out there, just keep throwing wood on the fire to like 10 at night. So it's, uh, it turns into a good time to get the, get the jams going back there. And yeah, it's just a, it's a really low key place. You know, we're not trying to fool people with what we are. We just kind of are what we are and hope people have a good time. That was the best thing that happened to breweries during the pandemic. It's just like, let's open a beer garden. Yeah. We've got like, we got a little real estate out there. We'll throw a couple tables, a couple like fire pits and people started just putting beer gardens outside of their breweries. Mm-hmm. And that has just like got everybody excited when the world opened up again. They're like, well, you guys got these beer gardens already. Let's, let's do it. 
Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, people are dying to get outside and literally do anything but sit in their house. So um, it's been it's been awesome to see, and it's great that everyone's kind of getting outdoors because I mean, being drinking outside is way better than drinking inside. Yeah, I mean. I mean, come on. I don't really? know. I, I don't know if I'd say way better. I mean, I, oh, I, like I, I enjoy I enjoy the beers outside. I, I, I agree. You I, do have a you do have a fair skin, Tom. So like I, being outdoors too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. We don't want you to burn over there, pal. No. Well, yeah, it's very easy. If I, if I see a picture of the sun in, in a book, I get sunburned. You went to the beach like before me and you're still translucent. Yeah. I mean, the, the light's not doing me any good here. I know. Yeah, he's closer. He's closer to the light. That's why he looks as what <laughs> yeah. as, as pale. Yeah, look, that's, I, that's I can not fair on you. Look, I can do this, and it'll see. Oh, it okay, the, okay. There's the complexion. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, and plus you're wearing a red hat. You know that's not fair either. The red hat makes your skin look look more tan. <laughs> exactly. <his>. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I agree that beer outside is better. Um, I wouldn't say way better. I like saddling up to a nice bar. At a brewery, yeah, I did miss. Why, I did why, miss saddling up. Yeah, but why would you set up to a bar when you could sit outside and hang out outside? I mean, it's just bar really. It's just nice sitting at a bar sometimes, talking to the bartender, you know, talking about beer. Just you know, throw your elbows up on the bar. Exactly. I like, Listen, I, what to, to each his own. Yeah, there's nobody, a lid for nobody's. Everybody. Nobody's wrong here. Nobody's <laughs> wrong. Um, so you guys started, I, I remember when, uh, you guys first opened, I stopped in, you guys were doing growler fills only for yeah. takeout. Um, when did you guys make the switch to canning? Um, I would say like maybe last August ish. Um, like growlers are fine, but I'm sure you guys have gone through the same thing where it's like you get a growler and if you don't drink it in like two days, it becomes flat. Right. Um, yeah, and I just I just didn't think getting in cans is always the goal. I mean, because that's how the word gets out, and that's yep. how it, it spreads, and that's how people want to drink their beer. So um, can craze you know, is strong. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, I would say towards the end of July, uh, August, really kind of got it, got into it, um, and started doing things that way. You know, growler fills. We we did that a little bit, but. It just wasn't going to be sustainable if the uh, if the the pandemic was going to keep going on because it's just so hard to come in and want to fill a growler. You know, yeah. I don't think they would rather come in and just buy a four pack rather than sitting there like getting a growler. I, I want to say growlers might be me. I don't know. Are they are they less convenient than a crowler? They are. They're convenient. They're inconvenient for uh for the for the bartender. I would just say based on experience, I hate when somebody, I, I see a guy who's coming across the parking lot with like a growler in his hand. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I have to, I have to go grab the tube and like, we don't even have it in point of sale anymore. So I got to like do math and actually like type it out manually. <laughs> this guy got a growler. <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah. Can I get a, can I get a growler of that? I was like, you know, we have it in four packs. He's like, no man. I'm like, all right. So you're having a night. You're going to be drinking this like 8% beer all night because it's not going to be good tomorrow. <laughs> Probably drinking it straight from the growler. Yeah. But the yeah, I just, I can't believe, I mean, I'm like, it's fine. I just, I don't understand why we, you would get a growler over getting cans. I mean, cans are like, it's just, you can have it for longer. You can, 
enjoy it more. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, growlers were big when it was like when canning wasn't huge. Yeah, exactly. Um, like breweries were just, you know, it was about the brewery experience right. before like the can yeah. craze. Um, people wanted to sell their beer in a, you know, a tasting room. They right. wanted the experience of talking to their customers about the beers. And then, hey, if you want to take some home, I'll fill up this thing. It's called a growler. And you can take it home with you. I mean, I love the looks of a growler. They look cool. Um, but for someone just, like me that's not drinking 64 ounces of beer and you know, the matter of two days, uh, yeah. and not super convenient. No. <laughs> and growler, they, should, they should put, they should put on the description of growlers, uh, aggressively. Cause I yeah. think that makes more sense. You know, if yeah. they want to start sprucing up the, uh, the growler set. Aggressively yeah. oxidized. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this, exactly. This beer will aggressively deteriorate yeah. after 32 hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't aggressively expose this growler to sunlight. <laughs> I don't know. Crow- crowlers are borderline, you know, more inconvenient because they suck to pour. Yeah, one. Yeah, they, they do suck to pour. But like, I can justify like a crowler because of thirty-two ounces, I can have in a sitting. Like, you know, I. Yeah. You know, and if I'm getting a crowler, like with somebody, like, hey, you know, we each get a pour and a little bit extra in there. I think that's fine. Like, as like if you're like sitting at a table together, yeah. We're like, you know, we've done them for the podcast, but I, I'm not buying them for myself. Yeah, I don't buy them for myself. I only bought them if it was like a beer that wasn't available in cans. But I'm like, you know what? Like a like a smooge. Like a smooge. No. Like a no. And I would split it with like my wife or something because it's just you know it's like getting two pours. Like now we're like. We're getting so burned out on beers, we're splitting 16-ounce beers. <laughs> we're like, you want an 8-ounce pour of this one? Okay. That's hilarious. Yeah, we did it in, like, I think that was, like, one of the options when we got our can machine, and now it's like, it's not even worth it. Like, no. I just, get those four dumb. packs yeah. out there and get it out to the yeah. population. Yep. Crowlers are dumb. I'll die on that hill. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. I um, totally agree. All right. Um, so what was the what was the beer that got you into craft beer? Uh, it was actually Dogfish 60 Minute. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a standard. It is a standard. My, pe- and like my people. Then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, back then it was kind of the one. I mean, um, and then there was like Victory Headwaters. Um, I really oh, liked. that was a and good one. Headwaters was a good one. Headwaters was great back in the day. Yeah, um, didn't they? Re- they retired that one early too. And I was like so surprised that they got rid of that beer because I was like, this beer was great. I agree. I agree. That was one of the first ones. Um, yeah, just like going over to my best friend's house and like his brother was older than us and he just was like a craft beer junkie. So he, he would bring them all over and we would just sit there and, you know, watch whatever team we love probably lose and, uh, <laughs> and enjoy some, enjoy some beer during it. So I would say it was a uh, dogfish head 60 minute and, and, and headwaters. Um, and then just, I, I don't even remember but all of a sudden like every beer turned into a hazy beer and like i'm not complaining because i love hazies i think they're amazing and i love new england's again my people (laughs) this is my episode it's just just so funny like it's just so funny overnight it was like here's all these super juicy beers and it's just taken over the industry yeah and you were like and you said 60 minute and headwaters like you're crawling out of the high ibu wars of ipas just like ready for something ready for change and you got a juice bomb and you're like this is the change. This is what I, I needed a break. <laughs> and they're almost always good. Like it's, it's obviously there's a couple that are like, that's not very good, but for the most part, they're always good. 
it was it, it was a thing for a while. Like if you went to a bar and it said New England style IPA, you were like, oh, yes, I'm getting that. Like that, that it was it was rare for a little bit. And then, like you said, all of a sudden overnight, it was just everything was hazy. It was like finding that little treat on the uh, draft list when you were yeah. like, find that one New England that was like hidden amongst all the other beers. Yeah. It was like, here's a flannel weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. I uh, often wonder. I often wonder if, like, they named it New England's while the Patriots are rising, and they saw the success of the Patriots, and they're like, you know what, we might as well try to capitalize on it. Didn't it come? Did it come out of the Alchemist? I, they were like the kind of the front runner right there. It was them, Lawson's, and a couple other breweries up there. Like, and they were bringing beers that weren't like necessarily hazy. Right. But, but they were juicy. Like yeah, they were they were doing a certain degree of they like, did like heady, hop variations. Yeah, they did were, like heady topper, which is not really hazy. No. That's why it, they tell you to keep New it in England the can. Style. Yeah. Neither is Lawson's. Like all of those like classic ones up there from like quote New England, that's you know, that's where it goes. Yeah. Go uh yeah, get Sorry, your get, give me yeah, one second. Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to be secret about it. <laughs> so he's gonna go pee. Um so <laughs> Just has to go tinkle. Yeah. You know, yeah. Is that what he texted us? Yes. Oh, that's cute. I have to go tinkle. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, uh, the new England IPA stuff was like, I, I you can't call hazy's new England IPAs. Not um, anymore. No. Well, we talked to what's his name, Mike from new trail mm. and they don't call their beers, new England IPAs on their beers. It says hazy IPA, mm -hmm. hazy IPA, double hazy IPA. Well, and that's, and that's what you're seeing across the board now. It's now just, everybody's doing it too, because my, my yeah. prediction is new England IPA will enter the BJCP as like a as a gold standard with relation to um like yeah. heady topper well, and the alchemist there's going to be like that purity factor and then the other beers are technically labeled as the hazy ipa category right because a new england a, a new england doesn't have to be hazy and yeah. a juicy beer doesn't have to be hazy yeah or doesn't have yeah it doesn't Maybe have to well, be in uh, a hazy beer doesn't have to be juicy yeah so i always i always wondered what the difference was i mean i always thought that juicy's like if, if I remember correctly, like when it first came out, I was like, oh, here's a juicy IPA. And then that just turned into hazy slash New England. Well, a yeah, new, and a, that's what we were just yeah. talking about is like the New England IPA craze was like, well, we said like Heady Topper and Alchemist and they weren't hazy. And but they were still no, juicy. Though. They still had a certain degree of like that juice, the grapefruit, the fruit coming mm -hmm. through where it was less piney and less resinous as your like it was more, American yeah. IPAs or your West Coast IPAs. You started to get more citrusy. You get like that, uh, you know, either like an orange or like a tangerine Passion or like fruit a, yeah, and everything. Get that yeah. like grapefruit, grapefruit peel kind of. Yeah. Taste so you it. were getting more of that on the taste. And then now like hazy IPAs. And we were talking about some other uh, PA breweries like uh, New Trail, where they don't call theirs New England IPAs. They're all labeled as hazy IPAs. Yep. Like right. a, a hazy IPA has its own category now with just the hype that is like circled well, around I, that. I, doesn't I. G, G, uh, uh, GABF has a whole hazy category now. Yeah. So the BJCP is going to have to. Yeah. One day own. that whoever's in charge of that, they're going to yeah. like get in their monk robes and like slowly go down that long corridor to wherever they have that book that they haven't updated since 2015. Mm -hmm. They're going to blow the dust off of it and they're going to write those categories in there. Do you know, like it, it's so crazy with like how much beer has changed from 2015 to today. Like how many yeah. different styles there are now. Like, 
I always feel like it's like the end of Raiders when they have to go in there and update the BJCP. They go into that warehouse and they have to find the box that the book is in. (laughs) (laughs) I always, but there really hasn't been like, at least IPA wise, there really hasn't been another like big craze like the New England slash juicy. I mean, wasn't there like a month where the Brutz IPA or whatever, the Brutz? Oh yeah. God. Yeah. (laughs) Those things sucked. Um, it was like it was like oh this is the next hot trend in IPAs well, the, like with champagne a, high high carbonation champagne taste oh yeah. great <laughs> oh awesome can't and, wait to drink it <laughs> super um, dry and then it uh <laughs> I think that I think like after like the hazy craze there was the milkshake that was the yeah, big style Ad, adding lactose adding adjuncts like how much and oh. then and then IPA drinkers were like get out of there with that and they went to sours yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I still haven't gotten into the I still haven't gotten into the sours yet. You're you're not missing much. You're not missing much at all. But yeah, yeah, it's like I mean, maybe I'm the wrong one here. Yeah, what's I wrong with the beer we got? <laughs> I mean the beer we but, got drank pretty good, don't it? We don't need the sours. It drank pretty good. Our beer drank pretty good. We got Budweiser. I mean, it drank pretty good. <laughs> yeah i mean they all just they all end up just tasting the same like they all at the end they're just like oh we get it it tastes like a sour patch kid great i want to know <laughs> i want to know who was like I, I now i know there's a lot of people that think like this but i really want to know like i like beer and i like the taste of beer but what i would really like is for my beer to taste like a chocolate covered banana smoothie <laughs> time to mash in the girl scout cookies yeah <laughs> again it, it doesn't make like, any sense I, I don't get it no. i don't get it can't we just you know drink good beer that, that, that tastes good you, yeah and speaking of good beer yeah let's uh let's talk let's about go back this to this session we... ipa as we take a break yeah. from the hazies we take a break yeah. from the lactose the girl scout cookies the marshmallow and just get back to a sessionable ipa Yeah, no, I, I I like it. Uh, it's been very easy to drink. Um, Surprisingly low IBUs for like such a nice piney resinous kind of taste to it. Like the IBUs are pretty low for this for how much I'm getting like classic American IPA vibes from it. You're going to classic American. I, I'm getting a little leaning a little bit more towards West Coast with like the bitterness in the hops. Well, yeah, I mean, the classic American's going to have a high bitterness factor with that. So, like, that's what a West Coast IPA is, just American IPA, like Sierra Nevada and like Uh, that. They're considered an American style? Yeah. So when I'm thinking American style, I'm just thinking like a... Dogfish head would be like high, yeah, pininess and stuff like that. But the mosaic gives it a nice, like, I would say that is bringing the fruit kind of tropical notes to it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a you've got a nice like good cop bad cop thing going on with Mosaic and Centennial. Yeah, and then you got Amarillo as the wild card. That's what we're going for, <laughs> like we the Joe like, Pesci. Like, you got Riggs, yeah, Murtaugh, and then Joe Pesci comes in. <laughs> okay, okay, right, okay. Which hop? We, when we when we brew it, we try to decide like which hops playing good cop and and which hops playing bad cop. So um, that's definitely that's definitely worked in and factored in. Um, but yeah, I think it comes together, and I think you know. It feels like when you have it, it's like this is a and, and like I said this earlier, but when it comes to sessions, I always felt like sessions just kind of lack the flavor and like, sure, they're crushable and they have a hint of an IPA flavor to them. But I think with this, it has a good mixture of you can have to get some flavor in it, but also you can have a couple of them and, and you'll be you'll be good. 
yeah, I like it. I, I it's definitely a session. Um, the flavor is all there. Um, I like the bitterness factor. Uh, went down nice. I like that I can drink, you know, two or three of these and not feel horrible, um, which is always good. Um, yeah, I, I I think this lived up to the uh, the hype factor for us. Oh yeah, awesome. this lived up to my expectations for this beer. I was excited when I saw the first time you guys dropped the can art. I went, I have to get, we have to get our hands on this. I texted him, and I knew it was an Aston, and you know Tom works near Aston, and I was like, hey man, right down the street, right down the street. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we have to do this brewery. I'm like, I just started like following your social on my private account, and I was like, oh, this is, we have to go here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was the goal. Um, you know, I have a podcast called high hopes and, you know, we try to play it off with the high hopes, high hops. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't get how, if it's Philly season and, you know, you know, those beers out there, why you wouldn't pick it up and at least watch a, watch a ball game with them. Now, unfortunately the team hasn't, you know, lived up this. Well, I guess they kind of have lived up. The whole division hasn't lived. I I feel like you got the right name though for that. Like you got high, uh, like high hopes was always about like, Hey, you know, we finally, we finally got there. Like it always got uh-huh. a hope and on every game and you guys kind of nailed it with like that beer. This is the kind of beer I would drink win or lose. Like, ah, these bums. I'm still going to drink that beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Paul, Paul did an unbelievable job. Uh, I didn't think it was going to turn out this well, but, um, yeah. And he, when he first showed me the bullpen session thing, I was like, oh, you get it. I, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. That's yeah, awesome. I love, I, I pointed this out to Dan. There's um, oh, yeah. <laughs> where it says uh, where the recycle label is, it says don't be a Mets fan. And that's, you know, yes. some of the best advice outside of don't be a Cowboys fan. Uh, some of the best advice that you could possibly get. Yeah. yeah so are you guys exactly. going to do like a fall beer for football or something? You guys should like switch it up, have the session over the summer for the baseball season, do like a fall beer where you can you know change up and then, you know, put don't be a Cowboys fan recycle. Exactly right. Um, yeah, it's uh, we're trying. We're still trying to figure out like how to do everything. Like when it comes to like, oh, we'll release this then. You know, we're trying to. We're still at the point where we're trying to make sure we get the beer out there and it and it tastes good. Uh, we're not advanced enough, I would say, to start worrying about like when we can release certain beers. But um, I would love to do that one day. Um, and yeah, it's just uh, it's fun. It's it's fun incorporating Philly sports into uh, into beer. So our, our buddy, uh, Steve in, in the chat wanted to let you know that it's for nothing right now, but uh, in case I, you're not I, following along. I want to let Steve know he's, I, I would, I would say you're actively watching that right now. Correct. I would say that I'm locked in on this podcast. <laughs> you're side, you're side eyeing the, uh, the, but uh, I am side eyeing, <laughs> I'm side eyeing watching the Phillies room. My night yet again. So, um, yeah, I appreciate Steve pointing I, out the score to me. I was just wondering how he had like two simultaneous lazy eyes going down towards another. I was like, wait, uh, like I lock eyes with him and then it just well, starts going. <laughs> you know weird. It's so weird when I'm doing when I do these or whatever, because I want to look at myself and see if I don't look like an idiot. 
But then every time I look at myself, I'm like, oh, I'm taken away from actually looking at the camera. <laughs> ah, so. I look like a moron. I do the same thing. I, I, I look at myself on the screen and I look up. I'm like, oh, wait, I have to maintain eye contact. I know. <laughs> I know. I, listen, I'm a radio guy, podcast guy, not a TV guy. So we're going to get better. I'll be, I'll be locked you gotta, in. You got a face for radio, kid. Oh, <laughs> yes, uh, they all say it. Roasted him. Roasted him. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Fritz, audio yeah. medium extraordinaire. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that you waited until 853 to drop that line is a little disappointing you know i expected <sighs> i expected that to be dropped earlier yeah I, I try i try not to be i try not to be as hack as possible but, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm at, at, at the at the heart of things i'm, I'm pretty hack <laughs> all right let's uh, i'm surprised you didn't do the boo after it you got a face for radio kid boo! <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get that you boo should, this man from half you should drop that after you you saw them down four nothing Oh, well, that's just like to expected. That's to, that's to be expected. I don't have a drop for that. I don't really. No, I don't really have a drop for that. Yeah, we should get that one. Um, we should totally. Uh, I was thinking of like the four nothing. Yeah, you, you ever go to like a bar? And the Phillies are the best part about like working at a bar because when they're winning, you're making money, and they're losing, you're still making money in Philadelphia because the beer the beer tabs go up either way. But like, right in the middle, pain away. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. we should actually get into the next one then. Yeah, let's get into this uh, this next beer. So, um, all right, the next beer that we're going to do, and hopefully uh, Jack uh, waits to uh, to crack this one so we can do a simultaneous crack. Listen, man, I was just excited. I didn't know. <laughs> he was pre gaming. Like, I mean, we pre game yeah. too. Yeah, we did pre game a little bit. Um, yeah, see, you got to have start on me. That's all. <laughs> so we're gonna, <laughs> so we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna do a, another beer, uh, and it's. Uh, I want to see is the. I like how we're making up titles all right, here, right? All right. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the. We'll read the, uh, the breakdown. Can you read the, the can. can like, like a four year old dad? Like, just put the the glasses down. Like you're reading a like a smartphone. Like you're reading your daughter's Facebook post and about to love it. We're still one of these. Yeah. Um, How do TikToks work? <laughs> no, Dad. <laughs> Don't look on there. It's lots of butt shaking. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a pretty face and She's a little 15. waist. No, don't get out of here. She's- she, she keeps talking about a big bank. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Hazy Crazy. Um, and uh, if you want to learn more about Hazy Crazy or uh, or any uh, of the beers that we've yeah, had on the or, podcast or Four Fingers uh, Brewing, uh, you can check us out on Untapped. <laughs> yeah big, br- un- big, big breath <laughs> <laughs> um you can check us out on untapped at uh best best friends pod that's at best best friends p-o-d all right uh, so that's the hype tune that is uh so we're gonna be drinking hazy crazy it's an east coast style india pale ale um uh-huh. All right, so we have just, our. We're just making up new labels for beer here. Yep. We got the East Coast now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. That, our, that's how you stick out, boys. Our hazy crazy is, guys. Guess what? It's aggressively dry hopped. Oh exactly. man! And dripping with juice. Oh, it's got that drip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the can. The can has the drip. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so we got hidden among the beer clouds are huge notes of tangerine, bubblegum, and citrus. Hazy Crazy is the perfect combination of juicy and hoppy to create the ultimate drinking experience. Yeah, try got, not drinking that. Try not drinking that beer after <laughs> that description. We got uh, 6.8% alcohol by volume, 
Dan, our IBUs are sitting at 50.3. I know. This is a little higher. I'm, yeah. uh, I, you've piqued my interest right there. As a as a juicy one, that's going to be a little higher. I, I'm uh, excited to try this one here. Dan, we got the the, the buddy cops of uh, hops here. Uh, the rom-com, as you were. Uh, Mosaic and Citra. And we got a little Columbus joining in as the uh, the third wheel. Is that what we got in this? Yeah. Oh, Columbus? Oh, shit. All right. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> one two three oh i got in my eye yep got a little squirt yeah got a little squirt i ah, just like shaking it off all over my computer oh sorry <laughs> i got that is, it, good. If, that is good if it makes you feel heard, any heard, better heard, it's heard, all over my computer too i heard beer and computers really mix well together they do they guys say- for an audio medium we really hit the timing on that i just want to just <laughs> acknowledge it all like i'm very proud of you guys well, listen, if you bring on a pro, I would expect the pro <laughs> to get it, get the job done on most nights. Hmm. I'm definitely getting the buddy cop vibes from the uh, just off the nose as I'm pouring this. I'll tell you what, it's hazy. Yes, yes, yes. Funny story about the hazy crazy is the first couple of times we did it, didn't have the haze look to it. It was just kind of clear, even though it tasted good. Um, and then I was like borderline bullying my dad to get the, uh, to get, to get it to look cloudy. So what was it? The, uh, pale oats and everything just like starting to really just try and get as much of that soft, like just look to it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's getting that stuff into it and just kind of getting the, getting a look to it. It just, the first couple of times we made it, I remember tasting it and I was like, it tastes like a hazy slash New England slash juicy, whatever the hell we're calling it. Um, it just didn't have the didn't have the cloudiness that I'd seen before, um, and he figured it out. And I think it was more oats and stuff, so that's good. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah it, this boy, it, this boy thick. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, pale oats definitely add the mouthfeel and the you know the haze factor to it. So uh, guys, yeah, cheers, Sancha. Oh, there are the IBUs right there, right there on the end of the sip. That's a, um, that's a very soft mouthfeel. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, I think, that's what I, I think that's what I like the most about it. You know, it doesn't like smack you in the face a little bit. It's, it takes a little bit to get used to it. And then once you start, you know, like halfway through it, I think it really starts hitting well. Yeah, we like to we like to say we like to we like to judge a beer on like first sip <clears throat> and talk about what we what we hit. And then as it kind of gets a little bit more towards room temp, it, it warms up a little bit and uh, a little bit, you know, the flavor kind of changes in it. Let me get my scarf right. and my smoking pipe and I go, yeah, we like to take it on the beer's journey. <laughs> exactly. Through, you know, the first sip and, you know. As it starts, yeah, getting the room temperature, you know, things change. And I do it with a lot of beers that I have at home where I'll aggressively sip it right off the bat <laughs> and then, you exactly know, right. kind of sit back on it and just let it get room temperature and see what if the experience changed. Also, I will say going from uh, high hops, which is high hoppy to like a not so hoppy beer, it's like a different kind of taste, taste profile. How's that for a beer term? Oh, there we go. Flavor. Taste test. Right. The, yeah. uh, head of R and D is dropping some uh, some verbiage on us. Listen, they they, they say I'm, I'm I'm just a you know sports radio guy, but I think I, I think I know my beer as well. I feel like you guys nailed uh, like a perfect mix of just a nice like you have the soft mouthfeel, but you have this tropical notes up front, 
and just having a nice like a reminder that hey you're still drinking an ipa on the back end where you're you're still getting bitter you're still getting pine mm-hmm. you're getting a lot more of the resinous to this 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 is a dank beer right here and it's got a nice finish on it i'm getting a good amount of like tangerine up front and then a little bit of that bubble gum and then it's just finishing with that nice like you said that piney resin yeah just laying on your palate and just makes you want to have another sip and just continue the journey ah, the beer well, journey <laughs> Right. I think, I think honestly, after you just said that, I might have to add dank to my uh, description here because every dank beer I see, I'm like, got to get it. (laughs) Dank is a, dank is a key term. Typically follows galaxy hops around. Like anytime somebody puts galaxy in anything, they're like, yeah, um, add the word dank to the description. It's really going to up the uh, sale because, Hey, we spent a lot of money on galaxy hops on this beer. We've got to sell it. Add dank to the description. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a, one of the hottest words in uh, in brewing right now. But I agree, like, um, you know, it doesn't, you know, because my problem, I guess, with the milkshake stuff is that it just it just started tasting like 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 orange juice. It's too um, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think it does a nice job of of having both. You know, it has the juiciness, and you can still taste it as a beer and not a morning drink. Yeah, I like I like um, when you can get a nice pillowy mouthfeel out of a. Uh, out of the oats instead of just adding a shit ton of lactose to it. Yeah. The sweetness factor. You're trying to mellow hops out with like the sweetness factor versus the grain build where you can do, you know, like you said, you added the oats. Um, People add a certain degree of wheat now to them as well. You got pale oats and wheat in there um, in the grain build to soften it up versus I'm going to soften it by sweetening it with, you know, an adjunct like lactose. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do my my normal here. I like uh, you got a nice head retention. I'm still retaining a lot of head here, and you're always retaining yeah. a lot of head over there. <laughs> the lacing is nice on there. Um, I didn't even have to swirl it around. I'm just getting natural lacing on it. Get a nice you get a nice pour where it can just sit like that. You could just watch the lines just go down as you drink it. So um, that's one thing I like to do. You know, pouring beers is you know get a nice you know, get a nice cone on the top of the uh, beer for the person and watch them drink it. And I know that that beer is just rocking when you've got lines like a tree almost yeah. as you're going down the beer. I like uh, one of the things that stuck to me uh, a while ago is the first time we had Ryan from Warwick Farm on. Yeah. Um, he was, I, I forget what beer we had with him on like one of the first episodes um, we should have a sound drop because we just like name drop Warwick Farm almost all the time. I know. Uh, where we just like I had my I had my first Warwick Farm beer uh, last week, and boy, yeah. live up to the hype! Hell we'll, yeah! Welcome yeah. to the family, man. <laughs> I know. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, to you. We'll talk to you a little bit about uh, Warwick after the uh, the podcast. Our, you know, yeah, we we, 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 have, we talk about him so much, and yeah. Well, I've only, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, like, Jamison's impossible to get to. From, it, <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I had to go an hour out of my way, like, last yeah. weekend just for that Trogues uh, collaboration. It's so worth the trip, though. Yeah. Yeah. Harry. Sure. Uh, I, was, I was excited when I saw him for the first time. But um, uh, he, uh, when when we had our first podcast with him, he, uh, we had, we drank the beer, and, I, you know, I talked about the head retention. He was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I was so excited <laughs> That he was like, I was watching you drink it and like just seeing that head all the way down the lines. Yeah. Like a tree. It was just like the, but like keeping that, like that nice head, like 
this is retaining, like you can see, it's still retaining that head, which is really, exactly. really nice. Exactly. Even like, just like not even swishy. I just have a degree mm -hmm. of it where it's just going to make a line down the entire thing. Oh yeah. Which is key. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to start a, a war with Warwick Farms, um, but I would strike him out. Like I heard he's a, I heard he's a minor league baseball player. I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have, would strike him out right uh, now. I heard you lost your cutter though. Well, oh. everyone knows that. Everyone knows <laughs> I lost my cutter. And uh, well, listen, I found I found Keystone Light and lost my cutter. That's that's kind <laughs> of the, 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 the story. Look, uh, so it's like Tom. <laughs> maybe we can add to so found Keystone Light lost your change up. <laughs> so, I, I still have my circle change. Don't worry, it's still there. It's still in my back pocket. I um so it's I I deep in, it's deep in your Janko back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I pitched a little bit in college and uh and I I brought it up to Ryan. I was like, dude, let's do a let's do a thing like a live stream where like I try and strike you out. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be a cool thing for four fingers and we could, we, to yeah, do. we could we could add that. We could do a little. Uh, they have the space at, in the beer garden. Yeah. I yeah, mean, what? Got he, a freaking like they got like a whole farm up there. Yeah, you so. could just hit it into the country club, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So listen, I don't want to start beef, you know. But I mean, this is about this is about starting some 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 brewery beef. I, mean, I would probably. Start I, I, I wouldn't say beef, man. I would say a friendly competition. No, let's it's, just it's no, beef. It's straight beef. It's straight beef. Beef. Yo, let's um, make it beef, and we're gonna hype it with taking this clip out of this podcast and making yeah. a video out of it. Exactly right. This I is like a campaign it. that we are going to run into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to keep texting Ryan every day and be like, hey, how, did you how, do that thing with four fingers yet? How embarrassing yeah. would it be for, for Ryan for him to get struck out back to back? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his credentials are besides being a minor league baseball player. I was pretty good back in the day. I mean, he, I he, just, he, uh, went, he went AAA in the, uh, the, did the, Angel, oh, the no, Angels he, organization. Oh, he would definitely own me then. I'm just kidding. I take it back. I take back everything I said. <laughs> nope. Already. You're already involved. We're getting this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. It'll be fun. We're getting this orchestrated. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? Well, yeah, we'll we'll get it all together. All right. Sounds good. Let's we'll, do it. Yeah. We'll embarrass him live on Twitch. Oh, that'd be awesome. Just taking you yard. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I, I told, I told him, I was like, dude, I want you to rip my tits off. Like, I want, <laughs> exactly. that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I've lost it. You know, I, I had it, I had it back in the day <laughs> and now I just, uh, I just, I can't throw a curveball anymore. Um, and you know, my curve, my curveball is ball. lacking. Still, have, is, still, yeah. still. Have I was going to say something, but I, you know, I didn't want to embarrass you in your podcast. But I thought, looking at you, I was like, ah, oh, he doesn't have a curveball anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at him, you're like, he, he looks like the like late '80s relief pitcher who's like on his way out. <laughs> no, no, he's yeah, he's pitched for at least twelve years in the big leagues, and and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I uh. You can go out like eastbound and down, just have the American flag wrapped around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna show up in the Mexican league. <laughs> just doing suck it with like the American flag wrapped around you like a cape. <laughs> exactly right. Kenny Powell. Guys, get ready for, sure. for the stream because oh, I'm gonna put up as as social media guy, I'm gonna push this hard. I'm making this video. As, as our resident uh social media manager and taste tester. Yeah, uh -huh. taste tester. Right here. R and D. I'm R and D man. <laughs> R&D is very important. You know, a uh, brewery could not exist without some R&D. Got to make sure the beer tastes good. 
Um, and that's kind of my role role at this moment. So, um, <clears throat> so I was talking to your dad when, uh, when I picked up the beer and he said, that's right. That's right. Steve, Kenny fucking powers. Um, that's exactly what he said. I'm <laughs> sure he has, I'm sure he has no idea who Kenny powers is. <laughs> um, so, uh, your dad was saying he's looking to, uh, expand the menu coming up here in like the, like the fall winter, uh, the multi-season? Yeah, as as we're getting back into, you know, everybody's getting vaccinated and we're, you know, people are walking around without masks and we're getting back to some sort of normalcy. Right. You're looking to expand the menu a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, um, like, the, the food trucks are great and there's so many of them, but it's just like I feel like they're all booked up all the time. And, you know, just to kind of give – my dad, my dad, actually, for a long time, um, he's, he was a, a really good cook growing up. And um, like back, I think one of his first jobs was was actually a chef or, or whatever at a restaurant um, before he started doing, you know, snack food stuff. So like growing up, like the food was always incredible. And he just loves making like sandwiches. And he's like a big like roast pork guy. So um, I think we're, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very limited. We're not going to turn it into anything crazy. But I think it's just going to be like sandwiches, roast pork. Uh, yeah, small plates and stuff like that. So I thought I see I thought when he told me that I thought he was talking about expanding the beer menu. Oh no, we're talking about food. Oh, food. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, because yeah. like that's for, a, for right now for right now we let people bring their own food in and uh Mambrosis is right next door. Yeah. Who they do awesome pizza and and all that stuff. Um and again, like food trucks are great. It's just that they are, you know, they're so, there's so many breweries and they're so in demand that <laughs> we're like, well, we want to have food for people. So we might as well, you know, kind of do it on our own. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, there are, we are trying to get another tap system to where we can add, uh, I think eight more beers. Um, oh. so uh, hopefully we can add that and then also have, um, a more food menu and stuff to, to, to grow that side. I feel like with like with with your uh, oh hey we got a new uh, new follower Pat Williams thank you um, oh he's in the stream that's uh, that's that's my boss huh? hold on I gotta hold on I got I have to get composed he's watching D now Dan stop talking shit about Hybo <laughs> <laughs> no that's uh that's uh, Rebel Rebel oh, Hill Rebel Hill okay yep that's the bar manager I gotta I gotta I gotta get all uh, hold stop, on stop talking about how uh, stop talking. Stop talking about me. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. I, I love Rebel Hill. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything bad about them. I'm under um, a, mic, a microscope now. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. No um, pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I feel like with the, with the, uh, with the, like the, the tap room you have there, like you need to do like, you need to do like Philly staples. Like you said, like the roast pork, like you need to do like a Denix style roast pork and yeah. But, I don't know, but like, with all of that, like you need like crab fries. <laughs> You need a guy uh, that can do Philly real well, though, yeah. because if you're going to do that kind of menu and people who are used to that type of food, they've been to every staple in Philadelphia. They want to th there's an expectation to be set when you have Philly roast pork on. There. I don't know, dude. I'll I'll argue Delco Delco food. Best food. I mean, Delco does Philadelphia food. Well, I mean, butted up against Philly right there. So. Good. I mean, I don't know. I, I've had, I've had it all. I've had my dad's. I've had the other places. I think, I think his is is right. All up there. right, all right. Defin definitely his cheesesteaks. His cheesesteaks are are fire. So, um, all right. You know, if we get if we get it rolling, trust me, trust me, it'll be a good time. We'll, we'll let those Philly out. fans be the judges. So, I'm ready. 
Just need you guys, <laughs> yeah. just need you guys to be open for lunch so I can stop down there and have a cheesesteak and beer. We got our one Jersey guy going. He had, he had one he had one name to say. It was the Knicks right there. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, tomorrow's. I don't want to offend. Tomorrow is National Jersey Day, National New Jersey Day. So it's a, it's probably a big day for him. He's probably celebrating. Yeah, it's a, um, celebrating early. Like, roll around, yeah. try try and make yourself smell like a swamp. Yeah, and, like uh, what what goes on? Like what is the celebration for National New Jersey Day? I don't know. Say you're Italian. Try I feel and get like that's like an oxymoron because it's like national, whole country, New Jersey, one armpit. So like, it's a right. it's a filthy a swamp state. <laughs> yeah I, I, you know he's also I a mets fan so we're just gonna talk oh trash. yeah no yeah harry is a mets fan like an avid mets fan yeah we have uh harry from experimental in the chat he's a home brewer extraordinaire but we also like awesome. to trash him from being uh you know from north just, jersey and just being a mets fan just horrible choice in in uh in, in baseball teams well <laughs> maybe i mean new jersey <laughs> is not better than pa there's no way no, well, first off, not I even close. I thought this is a, I thought this is a breweries in PA podcast. We are a partnership with. This is a podcast <laughs> in partnership with breweries in PA. Okay, okay, thank you. Good, good distinction. Good distinction. <laughs> South, South Jersey, I will agree. South Jersey is better than North Jersey. Um, they do have the better beaches. They have Atlantic City. Um, they st- it still stinks like a swamp. Um, Pine Barrens. I mean, you, you can't get that smell out of your clothes. No, Even if you yeah. wash your clothes at the vacation home and then drive home, you, you wash them again sometimes. Um, you can't get the Pine Barrens out. Honestly, dude, I've been watching, uh, I've been re-watching The Sopranos, and I'm just all mm. about going to North Jersey again. I want Gabagool. I'm just like, man, I just want to, I want to play the song while I go over the George Washington uh, so, bridge. So I made it, so I made the distinction four seasons in The Sopranos. That was the best show of all time. And then I didn't watch like season five. Like I, I stopped watching because because the Philly season has started. Yep. I feel like I need I can't I can't claim it as the best show of all time and then not finish it. Oh, so. I'm not. Yeah, I can't claim it either. But I I just started seeing memes online. I'm like, you know what? I haven't watched this show since high school. <laughs> so I, I, I have to go back and I have to give it a proper like adult watch. Great show. It's so good. Um, so good. So good. <laughs> I go. I, see, I go. Breaking Bad, best show of all time. Okay. Okay. Um, no, that's respectable. That's another respectable. one that's on my list of rewatches. So my my big thing with Sopranos is there's like a whole season where uh, Tony's in a coma. I haven't gotten there yet. So and he's hey, like, no, no spoilers. I mean, no spoilers. I I remember it at a high school level, but now like I have to rewatch it as an adult. There's a whole, to a truly yeah. hate it. There's a whole season right. where I can. I'm out. I'm out on it. Um, uh, and Harry, there you go. Harry will finally agree on something. He agreed that uh, Breaking Bad is better than The Sopranos. That's uh, ridiculous. I mean, if we're if we're ranking shows, it goes Sopranos, The Wire. Ah, uh, The Wire. True. Uh, the Wire is always going to be over Breaking Bad. And and Game of Thrones. I mean, season eight was terrible, but uh uh-uh. uh Game of so Thrones. So th- that that in that, terms of consistency, I think Breaking Bad goes over Game of Thrones. So so they like I'm I look at I, when I rank greatest shows, this I is look where at the craft beer gets buried. I look at <laughs> <laughs> I look at rewatchability. So like when I was watching it, Lost was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. 
Yeah, because see, it, I was a big twenty four guy, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, like loss. Okay, I like. Right. Yeah, I was a loss fan. I, I, I would agree with you on that. But this, best but friends, like the final season and like the the ending. I'm like, okay, well, that takes all of the rewatchability out of it. I'm done. Same with Sopranos. I, I watched the finale, but I also watched it as like a senior in high school. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones. I'll never watch it again. I will never go back and rewatch it because. They butchered that shit so bad that it's I know. it's unwatchable. And uh, now, uh, whoever's in the chat updating the Philly score, uh, Reese Dawson just did a three run dinger. It's four or three. So oh, we're back. Still, we're back, baby. Dead hot. Oh, welcome back to hitting Reese Hoskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen. That's a that's a good a good cause to have some hazy crazy. Yeah. Now did uh Oh look at that. He's circling back to the beer. Uh, like audio medium guy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'll stay away from Philly facts. Uh yeah, um <clears throat> yeah, re- I, I, it best shows uh Game of Thrones like season one through six. I would say season one through six. I would say that some of the best TV ever. There. Yeah, I would say it's up there because of that. So um, yeah. Well, then once once the uh, George R. R. Martin like he just stopped writing. Uh, that's in the whole like series kind of went. <laughs> yeah, it left off to like the oh series God. writers, and they're just Dude, like, um, and um, George, can you come back? <laughs> and so <laughs> yes, yeah, the best part about that is what they got this deal to write shit for uh, Star Wars, and they were like not in with game of thrones anymore they were like oh yeah uh they just wanted to get the show over like hbo was like yeah we'll give you more seasons to like finish this up properly and they're like nah nah nah, we're good we just got this whole thing from netflix where we're gonna do star wars shit and we're gonna make a ton of money and they they boffed the last season so bad that netflix was like uh, yo, no, <laughs> yeah, we gotta back out of this. Like, yeah. we gotta. Get- and Netflix yeah. says yes to every comedian. Dude, and they, <laughs> I don't think they've done really anything since. Dude, they paid. Dude, Adam Sandler got two hundred and like yeah. forty million. So he sold Happy Madison to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and the and the, and the movies are terrible. Yeah, so they will literally give and, anyone money. And, and Uncut eight Gems was so wasn't even him. He just started. That wasn't that. even Happy yeah. Ma- yeah, that wasn't, wasn't Happy Madison. Because Uncut um, Gems, that rolled. <laughs> it was. You don't think Uncut Gems ruled? I didn't see Uncut Gems. I pretty Dude. much refused to watch any yeah. Sandler movie. No, 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 no. You get it. You're doing yourself a disservice because it's not It's not written by uh, Adam Sandler. It's not Happy Madison. Like Dan said, it's not Happy Madison. So you're not getting Rob Schneider popping up. You're not getting his, his whole crew. Which, it, it's yeah. pretty dark. It's it's really good. I know, but like I just I just didn't like that they tied in the uh, the end of the the pre-processed Sixers to it. You know, I mean, oh. it was just you know oh. the, the, that team tried hard. They weren't as good as the Celtics, but they took them to Game Seven, and I just didn't appreciate them making fun of it. <laughs> well, I mean, you you. Yeah, that movie is 100 percent anxiety. It's pretty, it's pretty right. easy to make fun of Thad Young and Drew Holiday Sixers. Listen, I've been meaning to watch it. Relax, I'll get around to it just <laughs> for you. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't sleep on it. I will try not to sleep on it. So our stream's still going, all right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, just our stream is. Um, yeah, I was looking at. The, he said, um, 
we've got Pat from Facebook. He's saying that movie is a hundred percent anxiety, which is probably why I've shied away from it because I like to just keep in my mind, happy Madison, Adam Sandler. Oh no, it's just Adam Sandler <laughs> failing over and over and over again. And, um, what would you say, what would you say was the movie that was like, you know what? Adam Sandler doesn't have it because I think it was click for me. Click no, was like, that was terrible. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to think of when it, like the, when the change happened. Wedding singer, I think was, was the, was Wedding Singer before or after? Uh, wedding Singer was good. Wedding Singer. No, no. Wedding Singer is great. Great. Was yeah. that, you, was that oh, before? So you're talking when it ended. Was when, that before or after uh, Waterboy? That was before. It was before Waterboy? Pretty, sure. pretty sure. All right. Waterboy like, was like, good. Did you like Big Daddy or no? <sighs> I did. I like the first half of Big Daddy. I think it's too sad. I think they, it wasn't as bad as Click. <laughs> like Click no. just gets... Well, yeah, Sp- I, see, I like uh, Spanglish. I thought was was fine. Fine. I like really, 50 it's washable. Fifty first dates is okay. Oh no, it's okay <laughs> if you want to. I, I mean, I watch it for Sean Astin in a mesh shirt. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Adam Sandler had a nineteen ninety eight to remember. Both the Water Boy and the Wedding Singer came out in nineteen ninety eight. <sighs> wow. Wedding Singer, so, uh, Wedding Singer is like a that's a like a top fifty movie for me. Oh, that's a, it's so good. Who would you say? Who would you say dominated the nineties more, Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler. Mm, you sure about that? I'm pretty sure about that. I I am willing to die on that hill based on the uh, the movies and probably All blockbuster right. numbers alone. I will. Um, I I'll, oh, I love. Don't get me wrong. Love Jim Carrey. Tough question. Uh, honestly, tough question. All right. Tough so you get, tough you get question. Ace Ventura 1 and 2, The Mask, Liar Dumb Liar, Dumb and Dumber. Ooh. So you got. And Cable Guy, too. Ooh, like, ca- yeah, Cable Guy Cable guy is a sleeper. So that's six. And Truman Show. Mm, Truman Show I could do without. I would say in terms it's of, in it's, terms it's of the movies, that was like the swan song for me, where I just like, I said goodbye to Jim Carrey. I was like, good, good for you, man. Like well, you could have retired no, after oh, that. Oh, oh, oh. Was, was, was Eternal Sunshine? That 90s? was like right after that. Or was it 2000? That was 2000s, but it was right, right after that. No, that. That's that's not, that's not fair because Bruce Almighty came out and I love Bruce Almighty. <sighs> no. I, yeah. I, yeah I, I, like that was... Truman Show is my swan song because I liked wait, it. And right. I went, you know what? If you're going to go this route, I'm, I'm so with let's, you. let's talk Adam Sandler, though. You have uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore. Uh, Waterboy, Wedding Singer. Singer. That's and, it. Oh, no, no, no. On oh, Sleeper one. So we had we had Sleeper with, uh, with Bulletproof. Jim Bulletproof. Bulletproof slaps, Bulletproof dude. was an amazing movie. Bulletproof slaps. Never heard of it. I gotta be honest. What? Damon um, Wayans Damon- and Billy Madison as buddy cops? Oh my God. Never, oh. never heard of yo, life. yo, go, you gotta f- find a copy of, uh, I'll give you, I think I have it on. But I'll Plex. say this. I'll give you access to my Plex so you can watch that. But I'll say this movies, but also stand up and Saturday Night oh. Live, like Jim, Jim Carrey, movies, amazing. But Living Color, Living Color. And Living Color was not at the level of Saturday Night Live. Oh, uh, it, uh, Fire Marshal Bill was Fire, pretty awesome. Yeah, Fire Marshal Bill was awesome, but not the level that Am Sandler was uh, juggling Saturday Night Live that, and uh, that, the movies and the the album. Uh, what what was the album? Yeah, uh, with Stan, the goat? was it Stan and Judy? Yeah, he had music too. 
he had music that dominated the 90s. Yeah, at a medium pace. Still, I still yeah. laugh at that. Yeah, Tollbooth Willie? Come on. The GOAT? So we've, we've concluded it's, it's Adam Sandler in the 90s, right? It's Adam Sandler because he dominated more than just more than just movies. More than just movies. And and Jim Carrey started at stand-up, but his stand-up wasn't as noticed as Adam Sandler just because of the New York scene was just a little bit stronger back then. Um, now, bigger slash tougher question, I would say. Better for movie run. I don't know what movie you're talking about with Adam Sandler, um, but you know, you got Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, uh, The Wedding Singer, and Waterboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was better, that or Will Ferrell's run in the 2000s with Wedding Crasher? Or no, it wasn't really a Wedding Crasher, but no. Step Brothers, um, Talladega Nights, uh, Anchorman, oh, Anchorman, and what's the other big one I'm missing? Semi Pro. I love Semi Pro, but there's yeah. a there's a there's a big. I mean, one I'm missing. I'll put I'll, other guys is one of my favorite other guys yeah. of all time. No, the other guy's not the one I'm talking. I know, about. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm other, other guys is one of my old top school comedies of all. Old school, old school, old school, old school. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough See, one think, right there. I think I'm Fair going Sandler. Better Sandler better run. Oh come on, Happy Madison, on. dude, that dominated. Yeah, because you had Grandma's Boy, and if you're gonna do movie runs with like Adam Sandler, like he wasn't involved, but like that was happy Madison right there. Like they, they, that was a nail in the coffin for like a Will Ferrell run, dude. Like I don't even have to be in this movie and have my name at Billy the beginning Madison, and still make it a hit. Happy Gilmore wedding singer, uh, 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 boy and you had uh, and, the, and big daddy. And you also had the replacements where he played football. No, 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 no. That wasn't the... Rip. No, that, oh, that was, was Keanu Reeves. Uh, no, that was Longest Yard. Longest Yard, that was it. No, it, But it, that was the only one that I think liked that movie. Everyone else hated it. Because, like... That movie ruled. <laughs> it was hilarious. I didn't mind it. Well, I didn't mind it. I never it. saw the old one. Like, I, I, like, no, I, I like the bad it's, it's a per, it's a better. It's a perfect homage. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, they did a good job with that one. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'll say... I would say Sandler. Sandler over Farrell. All right. Farrell was... It, it was huge, but... Uh, I might have to go opposite of my best, best friend. Um, Only I'm just going to say this once elf. Mm, That's true. Give me, give me something in that Adam Sandler run that ties in family, but still is as funny. Yeah. All right. All right. right. If you factor that in, go ahead. Don't even say eight crazy nights. I will slap you. I'm going to, I'm going to call, I'm going to call it a push. It's a push. (laughs) All right. I'll it's a say, fair question, though. Yeah. Fair question. Yeah. I, I feel like I was with you. And then I was thinking of other Will Ferrell. I was like, what what's going to resurrect this list and like give it a new dynamic? And that's the new dynamic. Will right Ferrell there. has done a lot. And yes, Harry Sandler is a Jew. And uh, and Harry, as a Jew, will always lean towards yeah. uh, Sandler there. Um, Come on. I said he won over Jim Carrey. Come on. Come on, Harry. You know me. Um, let's go back to hazy crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> we, uh, we took the entire time for hazy crazy and went into one hell of a tangent. We haven't done this on the podcast in a while. I think no, when we have I mean, somebody who's an audio medium guy who can, you know, banter with us. So we tend to banter more. We're, we're, we're talking to a, a Philly sports guy who is in, it's not the worst time to be sport in sports radio, 
but it's the second it's, it's the second worst time <laughs> um so i would disagree okay because uh, i was an intern i was in an intern in 2015 where the phillies lost 99 games the Sixers <clears throat> won 10 games so I, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about just as a time, like as a time period. There's, you know, the time you have, like, uh, in the early fall. Well, you know, you have Eagles coming oh, back. Like a seasonality. That, yeah. oh. the, the, oh, so right now it's like he's in his low point. So he's like, August, I guess I'll do a craft beer podcast. August to September is, <laughs> you know, you have the you have the ramp up to Eagle season, and then there's that perfect that oh, it just all comes together when you have baseball, football basketball and hockey all going at the same yep. time. And it's just sports radio doesn't know what to do with themselves. Uh, it's, I mean, it's mostly it, it birds is. talk and you know, rightfully so, but uh, you know, it, it, and then you get into uh, baseball season ends and then you have you know the other three and there's that, that period that's in like, uh, what is it like March where like nothing is happening. It's like yeah, it's spring a, training's booting up, but like not and spring training for for baseball is nothing like spring training for football. Yeah, it, it's pretty hazy crazy. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's funny. It's funny. Like so, I mean, we did uh, like last year. Obviously, during the pandemic, we did <laughs> four months without sports. Um, so now it's like. Like anytime we complain about, oh, there's nothing to talk about. We're like, well, for four months we had no sports to react to. So uh, this isn't too bad. But yeah, I would say uh, all-star break is usually really bad um, just because like there's nothing going on. But luckily for us, the NBA finals were going on. So that was cool. Um, and then, yeah, March is pretty bad. Like I would say like the the weeks post Super Bowl is just like uh, awful. regular season basketball and whatever. Um, but honestly, like with radio, like, I mean, we just like, like what well, we just did there for the last 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. just about to That's exactly like, what, what made me think about it. Sports radio just goes into like fun banter because they're just like, Hey, it's a low point. Dude, let's that's, just, let's that's, keep going. That, that's a Johnny Mark staple. Let's talk, let's talk like pop culture. Ah, like, uh, dude, no one, no one's quicker to bring up golden girls than, than <laughs> John Marks. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, uh, anything like, I always believe that if you're having a good conversation and you're like being fun and engaging and like talking about stuff that everyone yeah. out there kind of can relate to, like you'll be fine. I mean, if there's sports going on, great, but I think truly great sports radio is being able to, to kind of mix both in. So I agree. Um, it, was, it was fun. It was fun kind of doing that and, and, and seeing you guys get super into it. That's uh that's why we do great craft beer podcasts because people have told us in the past, they're like, yo, you're not just dry, like reading off the BJCP, the entire, you know, podcast, you guys like bring up pop culture. We, we run jokes. We, we try and see what sticks. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it just falls uh, real flat. Most but. of the time it doesn't. <laughs> well, what, well, I appreciate the patting yourself on the back there. That is, that was, that was good to hear. <laughs> I like to inflate our ego a little bit every now and then. Oh, listen, any chance you can get to inflate our ego, you got to take it. That's for sure. All right. So, um, before we wrap this up, um, let's ask, uh, our standard question. So mm. desert Island style of beer. So now I want you to take, take into account. We're not talking about weather. 
Yeah. Don't desert don't island means you're just completely separated from society. You have There's nothing else that you can get. You have one thing, one style of one beer style of beer that you could drink for the rest of your life. What would it be? It's still New England. I'm sorry, it's boring, but they're just they're just tremendous. They are they have the hot profile. We're just they have the we're like the same person over here. <laughs> I know, I know. I feel like we've really bonded on this podcast. It's good to say um, the better, better friends podcast. Yeah, the world. well, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, join join Dan and Fritz on the uh, on the uh, <laughs> the new and improved uh, best best friends podcast in the world where they uh yeah. you know they'll talk about uh their phillies hats and uh and hazy ipas and hazy ipas yeah that's all we yeah, have to talk no, about they, don't even don't even bring a stout into our into our pod we're strictly new england so how dare you get multi in front of us i'll be sitting there drinking a pilsner like back in my day you know what's funny though like i i I wish Belgians would like, I'm not totally Pilsner, but I do wish like Belgian triples and stuff would, would catch on more. Cause I think they're, triples. I had a weekend last weekend where I just, I drank just Belgians after <laughs> we had Weyerbacher on. So we had Weyerbacher last week and we had, uh, you know, Mary monks and that w- we also had a Belgian style stout, a Belgian style stout. So, you know, Interesting. so it was that weekend was just me clearing out my fridge and I had all these Belgians in the back. And I'm like, you know what, boy, I'm going to start cracking. I'm bringing it back. And then I felt terrible the next day. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is all shaping up to the next version of this podcast, which is just strictly New England's and Belgian triples. Well, I, we, I, I keep looking at, I have, I don't want to record that and have that out in the public. (laughs) I have this, I have this chronomancers in the, uh, in the, in the fridge. Yeah. Your Belgian quads. (laughs) Yeah. My Belgian quads. And I keep looking at them and I'm like, tonight's the night. And I look at them and I go, tonight's not the night. Tonight's not the, it's That's like a halfway through the beer and it's like a 12, it's like a 12% Belgian quad. Yeah. It's yeah. a 12% journey to the center of the earth. You're going to pass out dad yeah. style, like the uh, Detroit Lions game on Thanksgiving, just like yep. sitting straight up, head back on the cushions, just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Well, I mean, I haven't gotten over a uh, Lions Thanksgiving game since Michael Kendricks got torched for three hours by Theo <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it just you, you got to keep bringing this down. Bring, no, bring bringing down. They won a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, but it was it was exciting being able to watch the Eagles on on Thanksgiving, and then they got torched. Right, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. Well, but but the next year they they went down to Dallas and beat them. That and was super. Mark Sanchez right. was was that was that the game that Sanchez was was that Pat and Gino's at like four in the morning yes. thinking he was a superstar. Yes. <laughs> Um, the butt fumble. <laughs> I always remember the butt fumble. I can't. No, I can't there, think there of no, him without no the butt, butt fumble. <laughs> no butt fumbles in in Pennsylvania. Nah, just just wins, baby. Yep, just, just wins. wins. Just wins. Any if if you're a backup quarterback in uh, in the city of Philadelphia, you will excel. Yeah, well, watch out for Joe Flacco. He's a uh, he was once elite. Go Blue Hens. Go Blue Hens. <laughs> All right, so uh, next next question on the uh, list here. Um, usually okay. we uh, we say we ask the brewers this. It's kind of your brewer's favorite brewer, but exactly. um, as a as the R and D department, um, you know, what's your favorite brewery right now? Like what you know, or what was a brewery that kind of motivated you to start Four Fingers with your dad? Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, it could be either or you don't have to do both. <laughs> I know it's tough because like I genuinely, I genuinely like almost every, like all of them. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess, I guess if I like victory, victory is one that I started with and t- kind of turned him on to, uh, um, but I mean, tired hands, like obviously then their juices were always incredible. So, um, Ooh, but that, it's really, that's a little, that's a little, this, that's a little passe right now. Controversial, right? Yeah. There, right now. Know, Controversial opinion. I hope I the Enquirer is well, not watching be- this. <laughs> their beers were good. Their beers were good back in. Uh, their beers are still good. Yeah. But, Se- separate, um, separate the art from the artist. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we really had like, a, I don't know if we had like a, you know, uh, a motivation that was just like, I have all these beers. I try all these beers. Let's hope that they all taste like these. So I think I that's kind of a cool uh, outlook from somebody who yeah. isn't essentially like you know brewing the beers and everything. But just to like get that, hey, we're we're kind of a conglomerate of everything around us. You know, you said like tired hands, you said victory, which like in terms of like on a, like any sort of spectrum are extremely polarizing because they're completely two different breweries. Yeah. But at the same time, there's mad respect for victory. That they've gotten us into craft beer. Oh yeah. I mean, that was the inspiration yeah. for that. And as controversial as it is. Alien Church from Tired Hands is one of the best fucking IPAs out there. So <laughs> I will I will die on that hill. <laughs> I'll still say Prayer Group was my top beer of last year. Yeah, your top beer of last year was Prayer Group, a fooder lager. Fooder. Fooder. Um, yeah, I, I mean, what, what, what can you say there? Yeah, I mean, that's a great – I would say that's a great outlook for any brewery is to, one – you know, have that tie to the old school style of thinking, right. but also knowing the current trends, like with tired hands. Right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we tried to, uh, you know, try to make sure we have the IPAs covered, um, and just hope that, you know, I just, as long as we taste, as long as we're on par with the other breweries out there and, and there's so many, um, like I'm happy, you know, I mean, I don't think we're going to, we're not going to, we're not going to knock everyone's socks off. Like we're not, trying to reinvent the the wheel over here. Um, but I think we have very, very good beer that I think everyone will enjoy. And, um, yeah, just trying to, try I'd to agree sure with that. Right on I agree. Yeah. yeah. Every beer we brought on the show today, just, uh, yeah. Knocked it out of the park there, Fritz. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. We'll do a little bit of bonus time and we'll get out of here. Um, yeah, we got to hear Brett Myers. Yeah. All right. So, uh, guys remember follow rate review, uh it's at the top of the podcast you can follow that yep. five star uh, party baby five star party um if you like the podcast if you like this episode with jack fritz go back and listen to our other podcast with other great guests and brewers and all that other jazz yeah, we've got a great discography yep. just go back and tell your friends about it um uh four fingers uh follow them on instagram uh, at four finger beer, four at fingers four, beer at four fingers beer. Um, for that, uh, Hey, uh, follow Instagram. It's at Jack Fritz W I P. Yep. If you want to see, is that where sl- you got that amazing picture of him that we, uh, yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> that we put up on there yeah, with I, the mullet. Yeah. Your John Daly face swap. <laughs> yep, exactly right. Yep. Exactly Check right. out their, uh, website at fourfingersbeer.com as well. Guys, our social media, obviously, uh, Instagram and Facebook at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. 
always such a good one to have at the end. Guys, send us an email. Um, We're tired of just getting emails from companies that want to offer us pubic hair shavers and websites. Uh, We want to talk to brewers. If you're a brewer that wants to be on, if you work at a brewery and you want to have the brewer on, send us an email. It's bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com. That's bestbestfriendspod. At gmail.com. All right. And if you are an audio only listener, you are dumb and uh, you should hop on our live stream with us so you can interact with the with us and our guests uh, throughout uh, questions. Uh, talk about why you think wrongly- you get the visual aspect. Guys, you yeah. could have saw the labels for Hazy Crazy and yeah. for, uh, High Hops. And you could have wrongfully told us that New Jersey is better than PA, which is wrong. Um, and wrong. Yeah. You can interact and uh, and watch what we're doing every Monday or Tuesday. We'll let you know uh, at on uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast. That's twitch.tv slash best best friends P.O.D. I don't know why we always end on the weakest P.O.D. song cast. That's your opinion. Um okay. All right, uh, let's wrap this up. We're going to go to uh, bonus time. We'll do a couple minutes bonus time with Fritz. That's what uh, you get when you join us for the live stream. Audio only listeners. Guys, if you're listening to the podcast uh, this week on Wednesday, you're not going to get the Brett Myers country music experience because we're going to play a little sample of it just because you brought it up. We have to know. Damn, we got to get moving. I'm going to pee my pants. I know you've been, you've been, (laughs) uh, you've been twitching around here. All right, Dan, just remember. I love you. Always have. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody listening at home. Remember it's not goodbye forever. It's just one more POG drop. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. He it was the Clinton family. Uh, best Jesus best friend podcast. Had to, had to bring that in while you hit. Always best best friend podcast episode seventy eight. We're out. See you. Best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet, a cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still.